This is the National Medicine Symposium from the Canberra National Convention Centre. Dr. Hans-Georg Eichler, the Senior Medical Officer, European Medical Agency. One of our international guests here for Symposium 2018. Welcome and thank you for joining us. Thank you. It's great to be here. Not only do I enjoy Canberra, but also this lively symposium. Learned a lot. So it's a two-way stretch for you then. You're imparting your knowledge, but what's something that you've taken away from here? So what I take away from here is that Australia is mounting a serious effort to get their use of medicines right. And I think there you guys are ahead of the curve. What this organization is doing, trying to get a quality use of medicine, is something that I have never seen in many other parts of the Western world. Certainly in Europe, we would envy you for having that. So why is that happening here? And is it harder to implement in other parts of the world? I guess you have a leg up on many other regions and jurisdictions because you have a homogeneous, relatively homogeneous system. So if I look at Europe, when it comes to drugs, yes, we have one authority that licenses drugs. That is the organization I work for, the European Medicines Agency. But then we have a myriad of decision makers when it comes to who will pay for these drugs. Every member state, sometimes within the European member states, there are regions and everybody is taking a different decision. And they all have different tools to ensure appropriate use of these drugs. So it is far more complicated. And I will not even start to talk about the United States. Even more complicated. So I think you're in a very good position here to not only have good decisions about what drugs to bring to market, what drugs to pay for, but also to ensure that they are used appropriately. What has been the, uh, the, the main theme of, of questioning for the health professionals here and the clinicians who, who grab you at a symposium to uh, pick your brain? So we have a number of perennial themes these days. One of these themes is how soon should we allow a drug on the market in order to benefit patients? On the other hand, how much information do we need to make sure that this is not a risk and this is not a useless expenditure for the healthcare system. And no one on this planet, to the best of my knowledge, has found the perfect answer. So we're oscillating around this question and what I'm seeing here in Australia, the debate is along very much the same lines that is in Europe, in North America and elsewhere. But I think we're getting there. Um, in at least reaching some general principles on which we can all agree. That's one key thing. Another key theme is how can we make use of the data that are generated whenever there is encounter between a patient and a provider, be it a GP, be it in a hospital. How can we harness that information to take better decisions in future about the drugs, not only the drugs, but all the healthcare interventions that we use. So that seems to be a, uh, a huge theme. I've spoken to a lot of people at this symposium, and that, that keeps coming up. So uh, that is just a, a, a general, I guess, um, consensus. Yeah. I mean, we're not surprised that these topics come up now. Why? The first topic is how soon there is pressure to authorize drugs and bring them on the market sooner. Why is that? Because we have seen a number of really spectacular successes. 
think hepatitis C. Hepatitis C gave, make big waves because of the cost. But to be fair, to the molecules, to the drugs themselves, they were real cures. So they were game changers. And that was the first time in history for that disease. Look at cancer. I know that still many cancers are, let's face it, a death sentence. But many other cancers we can now treat. And we have a small number of cancers now that we can cure. So unsurprisingly, people are waking up and saying, hey, something is changing here. We have new opportunities. How can we best exploit those? So for that question, this is why it's new. And the same is for the other question on how using health data. Ten years ago, that question would have been a pie in the sky. When doctors used pen and paper to record patient experiences, I saw Mrs. Jones today and he writes that on a piece of paper, there is no way you can make use of that. Today, most of that, not all, but most, goes into an electronic health record, into an electronic system. So at least in theory, that op opens up vast opportunities to harness the potential of these uh, data. And that is brand new. And all over the planet, we're confronted with these new opportunities. And we're struggling to make the best of it. So, okay, those, the opportunities of too much information can be a problem. Well, of course you can drown out in data. And the key is, how can you turn data into information? And we're struggling, on the one hand, with the technological side. How can we ensure that these databases talk to each other, that we can access them, that the data are of good quality, that they are complete? That is what I call the technology side. The prediction that most people would make, and I share that, is we will solve the technology side. But there are two other challenges. The other is governance. So, how do we balance personal data protection, the right, your data, your privacy, with giving as much as possible access for legitimate health research questions? And that is, again, something that no one has found the perfect answer to. And the last thing is a methodological one. How can we analyze those data and draw conclusions from them that give valid robust answers to important research questions and that aren't just looking at noise and bias and what in science we call confounded results. How important is a symposium like this in the general scheme of things? I think it's hugely important. We need first to change the perceptions and the minds so that we, we realize the opportunities that we have before we start to tackling the questions. And I think this is a great awareness raiser for both the opportunities and the bottlenecks we face. What will you take away from here? Australia is doing a good job. That's it in a nutshell. I think it's quite a good nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, part of the theme is that the future is now. Are, are we ready for that? Well, it depends on when is now and when is the future. What is our time horizon? I don't see all these promises materialize in the next months or a few years. Whether I will live long enough to see all of this, I don't know. But I'm very confident that my children and grandchildren will see all that happening. Thank you for joining us at Symposium 26, or 2018. And uh, who knows what we'll be talking about in 2020. But 2020 is always perfect vision, isn't it? Well, it's only two years away, yeah. <laughs> Pleasure to be here. Thank you very much for your time. Pleasure.